married. <laughs> what? Married. Married. Yes. She marries oily bull hunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So JD shows up at the house trying, you know, in his uh, Porsche 944 and trying to whisk away Stephanie. It's been too, it's too late. Well, yeah, it's too late, man. <laughs> JD, the, the ship has sailed. The ship has sailed. And you can tell, considering how JD reacted to the whole thing, where he was in a drunken stupor the whole four days he was out there. Yeah, you know, um, I have to say, Commodore, you are in what seems like a chipper mood. And I do know why that is. But, uh, <laughs> you, I mean, to be quite honest, thinking about us taping this uh after the week and the recap of right. the nuptials, I mean, nuptials, um, yeah. I thought we were going to be in a Ugh. not very pleased mood. But um, yeah, yeah, I've walked that back because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know, I'm just as I was saying to you earlier this week when I I almost want to play clips from last week's show because we were making all these predictions sure. and we're so excited uh, and looking my, forward I pleaded I pleaded for absolute chaos and none of it happened yeah well and it was brought up by uh your friend Chris Wilding that uh he th he says everybody was on their best behavior because they were still reeling from the Miami whatever it was as they say as he, hmm. as he said. Well, yeah. And then I just think, yeah, I, I agree with that, but well, I also, I, I think what a big part of it is, is Ronnie and his attitude going into this. Uh, and I mean, I think you've been there, you know, this, the couple really sets them tone. Sure. What happens? Yeah. Even if there's like several days long of festivities, even if it's in freaking Las Vegas, um, they set the tone. And I think um, Ronnie certainly set the tone. People were looking for Ronnie to be, you know, the the ringmaster, the ringleader. The, but can, you know, can I, I want to stop you there for mm -hmm. a second. It was mentioned that after the welcome party, a lot of people went their separate ways, like Richard and Mehmet, and they're the, they the, went the to couple, see they went to see Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus at yeah, ten yeah. o'clock at night, yeah, and they were the yeah. only ones in the people theater. People leaving, wonder yeah. why, yeah. But it, it, I mean, but and, and then uh, people, JD is like in a stupor, and, and uh, where did uh, Brian get, and Steph Yes, go. that's what I mean. That's where. That's where yeah. the real new see. Yeah. 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 Whoopi could have followed along. Yeah. yeah. See, if Whoopi yeah. would have gotten into disguise and like, I think that would be, that's the story. That's the story. Well, I mean, look, but the whole thing is I'm saying Commodore. Yeah. Ronnie had the best freaking time, yeah. man. He had the oh, best. Oh, was, yeah. And he knew you know, loose lips sunk ships. He was quiet. Exactly. Like, eh, maybe. And yeah. nobody decided to go along no. and to see. There was a, there. Ronnie mastered this whole situation. He did. He kept things under control. He put he up was with all Kaiser that bullshit. Suze. <laughs> he just, Ronnie the Mund. 
He, oh, you know, the yeah. Mund, he munded it up, man. Yeah, well done, Mund. He didn't, no, I, well, now I guess we can give Mund that uh, kind of clever uh, <laughs> cleverness that uh, didn't necessarily have before. Well, so. I don't know. Cleverness, insistence, uh, persistence. Waited persistence. Uh, um, That's true. That certain, is Monday. Yes. A certain amount of stubbornness, a mm. towing the line, a, um, you Making know. Making people feel unwanted, like they're yes. going to get thrown off of a balcony. Like, exactly. Like he, 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 was, he was the puppet master for this thing. And, oh, and yeah. He, well, it was his event, man. And he yeah. made it happen. Yeah. He made it happen with his beautiful yeah. vows. <laughs> I don't want to be in Wayne Siegel's cabana. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. He even shot him down when Wayne Siegel was like, I so got, I got a bit. John Blip talking about Wayne Siegel, Siegel wanting to see Wayne Siegel Chris naked was, or something. Chris about well, in a bit of Hannah. Yeah, but that makes sense. Chris, no, 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 no. no. To, but Chris but... said said when after Blitz said that I'd fly anywhere to see you in a banana hammock or a speedo. He didn't call it a banana hammock. And uh, Chris Wilding said, "Yeah, I used to think like that too." <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, Blitz. Yeah. yeah. Blitz. Again, the, I have to say, all those people, when I was mm. listening to this, the people who I thought were going to make some radio gold for us, yeah. and when they didn't, and the stories that they told, they just became more annoying to me. I'm just mm -hmm. going to say it. I'm sorry, Commodore. That's that, oh, that's this about... Blue Jay's opinion. You yes. know, are, are, are you speaking directly of? The individuals we thought that were going to be yeah like problems. listening to chris or listening yeah. to john yeah. blitz or whoever it was describing what's happening i mean wolfie didn't perlman 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 is uh is pulling a homer simpson meme there where he's just he's in the bushes man yeah yeah he's, yeah well he's i'm navigating I, well i gotta give him props he realizes I, that Listen, if I was one of those guys, I would be hiding in the bushes. I wouldn't get on the air. I wouldn't say anything because if I've got nothing to say and I'm going to make, you know, uh, sunshine out of rain. I mean, it's come on, dude. It's, sure. it's annoying. I personally not a fan of listening to Chris Wilding and John Blit. Well, you know what I'm annoyed their, about. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to their speak gay about thoughts or whatever. I mean, that's well, not that's, what uh, I want to hear. But uh, it's Cocktober. Cocktober. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna have to recap to me where we're at on that from Wednesday. Well, I mean, I don't it's really. Funny. No, it's I funny don't though. Completely understand what that whole thing was and what's gonna With be the going sausage? on. Yeah, the, is that what's happening? Is there? Going I to be? don't know. Man, I, they're the only thing and that's who's grabbing for the, what, and like, and how are they gonna? Yeah, it's, I mean, but the, the thing too is that, uh, I was gonna say something about the Met that, uh, yeah, Mr. Walker, uh, he, he, I don't know, I just, he, he's, he's definitely, um, turned me off this week with his comments and. What he's talking about, what, what, I, what I, dancing, I, the and, dancing, and his okay. karaoke. The, you know, they love him in karaoke, and and then freaking Bubba talking about yeah. Mehmet's wife. I don't know. I've not seen pictures of Mehmet's wife. I'm sure she's. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. 
that's the one thing somebody was trying to the whole thing. Thank you for stimulating my, you know, fried brain that Mehmet and his wife had sex in the bathroom. Again, Kurt Bush's. That's what I mean. This is them fishing to try and create something. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Nothing. Nothing's happening. And, and, and you're going to try and make something. They're, they're trying to take Mets with his with, his with his wife and his mother in a hotel room in Las Vegas. What the? I mean, that's what the whole thing was, was that because the mother-in-law was staying there with them. Right. You know, in the room that the only place they could have sex was the bathroom. You know, not like there's a thousand other places i mean like, like yeah, it's not stupid. it's so impossible to get another hotel room it's or, or like when the, when the the mother's down on the slots, slots. or whatever. Oh, yeah you know, exactly like go and bang you know whatever i mean bang a clock but yeah, yeah october is uh really being set by howard and his cock you know he had uh, that procedure with his cock and then the erectional or the erectile uh, Neurosi that uh, he he developed or that he he uh, he, he, he that he had for like mind. half a second. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and then his whole thing going and and there was funny when Robin said to Howard during the Suzanne Summers eulogy, which was great by the way. But um, when he's when she said you were too old to masturbate to Suzanne Summers like that to a TV and and I'm thinking to myself. Dude, I'm sure when when best asleep. Wait, 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 wait. She said he was too old. Yeah, because he's like, I switched from Gilligan's Island to Three's Company because of Chrissy, and and Robin. Robin's like, no, no, you were too old when that show came on to be masturbating to you. You had already gotten laid. And I'm thinking to myself, are you are you on the show and hear the fact that he's married to Beth and they he's still master? I mean, what what are you talking yeah, if about? You're not like, heard I mean, about Robin, babysitter porn and I know. stepmom porn. 18 and- plus, and then he gets some foreign film. I mean, and his recommended feed. I mean, geez. <laughs> little sharing a little. I mean, but that was a that that's like a Cocktober exclusive. They should have embraced that. Because, you know, it's a lot more interesting well, than grabbing a, a dick and thinking. I think Howard was feeling the need. That. I mean, he was like, oh, well, I've got to reveal this because these guys yeah, okay. don't have anything to talk about. Good point. And, you know, and then um, the one caller that called in about how it's great that they have women writers on the show or that there's a women fe- featured writer with Sam. And uh, I guess because the stalker said that she was Sam's mom trying to get up to the. Oh, that's I didn't get that part about the stalker. (laughs) I'm very intrigued about the stalker. Oh, well, Commodore, I think you should do the research, man. I think you can find out who the stalker is. Yeah, well, I I mean, because I, I bet there's a story out there where the stalkers oh, telling their side of the story. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not a stalker. I was a fan. Those guys were hitting on me and buying yeah. me drinks, and especially you know, Will. What's Will's deal? Yeah. Uh, Chris is lusting after uh, Will. Will's lusting after the stalker to get JD to you know finalize his fantasy. I mean, it's just well, they all are kind of, of living vicariously on. through JD, sure. right? So yeah, you know. No doubt. Uh, you know, Will has been married to the same woman. Well, he's mm. got like a bunch of kids and stuff, yeah. you know. 
Will, Will is uh... and and Richard's gay fascination with Will too. Oh you God! Know. Well, Richard's gay fascination <laughs> with everything, man. I mean, geez, bobbing for cocks. <sighs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, thankfully, uh, October's almost over. Yeah, I guess the only thing that's really on the who is the comedian that's coming in that's going to be part of the fetish or whatever the freaky fetish, freaky. Freaky fetish. I don't know, man. I, this stuff is not. Uh, but but okay. Wait. There are some celebrities they announced are coming in, right? You, oh, you, John Stamos is coming. John Stamos, big celebrity. Uh, Mr. Handsome. Well, yeah, he's been on the show way too many times. And, it's, and his last time on the show, explaining how he's decided to give up like alcohol is like it was like a the TV after school special. Like how he explained, there's got to be more than that. Than the, you know, it was just like, yeah, I just came to a point in my life or whatever. Nah, come on. He got a DUI or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, that that signaled to me. Nah, there's that's such a yeah. Anyway, but hopefully Howard uh, gears up and, and tries to. uh Try some more out of that. I don't know if you will actually. You probably Stamos. Okay, that's it. We got Stamos. That's. I mean, that's all I have. Oh boy. I mean, we got. We went I through figure Arnold Howard's got to get somebody in good before. Uh, Dude, I don't know why winter he break. Have, I doesn't. I don't know why he doesn't have somebody from. Uh, I mean, these films that are coming out, or or uh, I mean, I guess because now, well, actually. I mean, the Bradley I would be Cooper surprised thing. if Gia- Bradley Cooper Giamatti come comes on. in. Giamatti, Giamatti's perfect. I oh bet Giamatti will come in. Giamatti will come in somewhere. Well, okay, wait, wait. Before we get into this, nice discussion, call. Nice. So this That's is good, this is good. this is good. Okay, here yes. we are. Like basically, there's going to be what four, five shows left in the month of October. Okay, October, right? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. There'll be five shows technically, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How many more? Okay, so let's just round that up to two weeks of shows in October. How many weeks of shows do you think we'll have before Howard goes on break? And if I remember correctly, he came back very quickly in the beginning of January. Oh, he came back almost right away. Yeah. Yeah. So how many weeks do you think we'll get uh, Howard? So two weeks in October. Um, and then I'm going to pull up the calendar, man. And then, and then so that two uh, weeks of October Thanksgiving leaves, week is, is, is a no go. Thanksgiving week will be a no go. Right. So then that gives us, if we just have Thanksgiving week, no go, we're going to have, and then he has two uh, weeks in December. Cause last week, well, last so year we did. Yeah. If, if we're rounding that November 1st to two weeks in October, and if we're only giving them off for Thanksgiving, then there's three weeks in November. Right. Okay. And then potentially there could be as many as three weeks in December. No. Do you think that's going to, no? Two. Do you think we're going to have two weeks two. there? Okay. Well, then we've got quite a bit of show. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we've got yeah. seven weeks of shows. Right. Um, and 20, 21 shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, what do I Which, think? I think Howard is going to have, if that's the case. I think Howard will have Giamatti on the show. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets somebody else like that 
that's going for like Oscar. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is a friend of the show. Yes. But wouldn't, don't you think it makes more sense for Bradley Cooper to come in the new year? And that movie's Um, definitely going to get pushed for the Oscar. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get him in as like one of the last guests of the year. I could see, uh, you know, I could see happening is I could see Mark Ruffalo. I think that's a little bit of a a reach, but um, a little bit out of the, the sphere, but I could see Mark Ruffalo coming in because they're saying that he's going to get potential nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Well, really? Yeah. I mean, I wonder if any of those, you know, who's somebody I don't think who's ever been on the show who I think might do it, especially when we get into Oscar season is uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Yes. I could Good see call. that being a big, a big get for Howard yeah. and um, just uh, I think he would want her on because he wants right. to be seen on that side of the uh, of women empowerment thing. And uh, he wants to be seen on that side of, of, you know, and, and uh, hot as hell too. That's and uh, that's the other thing. And he's good. And like, he sees this as something that he could maneuver and present himself in the right light. Has Gos has Gosling been on the show? Because it seems like he's been. I think I don't know if he has. I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't think I, so. I, could, I remember what would it have been? Sandra Bullock was talking, and then I like this was a long time ago when she was on that uh that that she had that one numbers movie or whatever where she was and she was with Gosling and I think that there was like a month that was way back when like 2010 or something 20 I have no idea what that. movie anyway. you're talking about and I have no recollection anyway. of this okay. but uh <laughs> I know that Sandra's been I mean she was that was right after uh when she was with uh Jesse whatever there was that talk actually right before that anyway it doesn't why, why are we talking about I don't know. So I know because uh, we're thinking about guests. That's what I was just thinking was about guests. with Ken. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Margot Robbie would be a really good get. Yes. And uh, I mean, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> who may have some, you know, <laughs> quiet whispers in Gary. Man who talks to the man who talks to the man. <laughs> here. Yeah. This is Blue Jay. And I'm just going to say, you can steal my ideas. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. I'm yeah. talking to you. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Margot Robbie would be a good guest. Uh, a great get. Baba Booey, you can put that in your pocket and say, hey, look at what I did for you, Howard. And then, you know, when you need to bust that out and say, look, Howard, I'm working. You can I'll show that to... You can show that to Michael Rapport. Are you laughing about my comment when I yes, said you? About- <laughs> okay, so I sent this picture and, and we'll it's put Michael. Up on, we'll put up on uh, X and also on Insta. Oh, no, on, on the Instagram. Insta, okay. okay, okay, yeah. Commodore. You got to do yeah, that. Yeah, we, we go. So yeah. uh, if, for those of you who are on the socials and follow <laughs> uh, the great Michael Rappaport, uh, he posted a picture of Gary at the wedding standing with the Elvis <laughs> uh, guy. And I sent the picture to Commodore as a text. And I, when I was speaking to him, I said, man, he just looks like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. 
That's, he does. He freaking looks like Sasquatch, oh dude. I, he, I mean, it's he's like a big gray Sasquatch. It's, it's, I don't know what to. Oh, uh, poor he's, Gary. Poor oh, Gary. See, there's was, this. You, did you? And I was I was listening to something from before about um, where they did this thing where Gary would guess or or Howard could make. Baba Booey very mad if he reveal, revealed a thought about him. And uh, he said that at that time he thought he cheated on his wife. Right, right. <laughs> remember that? I remember that. He was like, yeah, I can say like two yes. sentences to yes. you or a sentence to you and you will get you that know, I believe. That. Yes. <laughs> he was. And then second it happened. Yes. I know. He was that's like, that's I not just, true, Both. That's not true. Both. Let's talk about Willis. <laughs> oh, Gary. But see, you know, I was thinking about that after I sent you that. And I was thinking about Gary and like the audience and the relationship of the audience to Gary. Because I know you, as far as if my like Gary annoyance is like annoyance is like a annoying. Uh, you, yours, yours, annoying. yours, yours is like a four. No, mine's an annoying and yours is like a noindy yeah, I okay. Mean, yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> but uh, you know, at the same time, though, I think you know uh, the listeners of the show, their relationship with Bowie. It's just like I just said. I he's like that person that you went to high school with who just does and says the stupid things, and you laugh at them but then at some point you also kind of feel bad yeah, but you're never in the, yeah but you're never and then like, right when next you to them drinking coffee exactly having, but you know you, but like if he's in the crowd and the minute yeah. and the minute you feel bad for them then they act stupid again and do yeah. something even dumb dumber or worse and then you're like oh man it's like you know like it's such a confluence of like like i mean really we understand that Gary is actually like a well-intentioned, nice guy, whatever, right? And it can't it, dance, yeah. Who, who's ter? I mean, but is so terrible in all these other ways that you feel bad for the guy. But I tell you, what, I man. feel bad for the guy. Well, let me I just know. tell you what he is an American success story. Oh no, 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 I mean, no, no, no! You know, I, I, I put, I, I put, I put his success right next to Post Malone's, like the both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. I should have known it was coming. Posty, uh, fucking hate that guy. Oh my! I really and hope the, he doesn't come is, back on the show again. And the thing is, is like Howard is talking about how insane Jada Pinkett Smith is, and I'm thinking, yet you're entertaining that fucking uh bozo i mean like are you kidding me like they're just different like that's texas wacko where she's baltimore wacko like it's just wacko man oh it's it not, is so wacko and that guy i mean jobs, jada, jada pinkett Jeez. smith is like however many decades of wacko now yeah, and that's true post-menopausal wacko whatever i mean sorry i didn't howard never went there but that's definitely part of what's going on true um i mean she's she's in that age range right. um and her children are grown there's all kinds of shit going on in that life there and the 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 amount king of, of blacks crazy, called him a simp called uh, king of all blacks jeez oh well yeah God. 
Uh, but, you know, look. Do you think Billy was a real caller from North Carolina? What would Billy? Who's Billy? Billy's the one like, uh, you know, I know King of All Blacks is kind of annoying and everything else. But uh, uh, do you I mean, I really would like to hear his take on Jada and Will. And like within seconds, King of All Blacks came on and then Billy just like disappeared. Like they're, you know. Well, why was, would they? Why would they? If they were going to put him on, why would they have to have this Billy person on? It's just like a segue. I don't know. It was just. It was, I, don't it was think, I think that must have been a real caller then. Okay. That's sort of shit. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that they. Why would they orchestrate that? That's there's no need. Because Howard is fucking. His OCD is like on twelve with those with Cheetah Pinkett Smith. Well, I mean, and Willow and whatever the yeah, kid's well, name is, whatever. I mean, he, Jada, he has that like whole some, thing is just insane. The, yeah, those are insane sort of, people that man. need to be committed. I mean, just seriously, like they're they're living in some sort of delusional world of their creation. And yeah, I mean, so is Post Malone. I mean, like, yeah, Post I mean, Malone. OK, here's what Post Malone is to me. He's like a kid in high school who couldn't graduate, who somehow tripped and fell into a big bucket of money. And that he's like every fucked kid up rock. kid. Yeah, whatever. He's he's a joke, uh, you know, and and, you know, Howard tries to do the same thing he does with other musicians in trying to attribute. Oh, and you came up with this is so genius. But this freaking dipshit when Howard is doing that, he's like, well, no, sir. No, sir. Uh, Actually, there were like 30 people in the room. No, sir. No, sir. There were. And that was this song that was written by. No, 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 sir. And, uh, you know, it just shows the guy. So, okay, if he's not writing the songs, if he's not doing that, he's not the greatest singer. He's not the greatest guitar player, musician. What is he? Oh, he's a tattooed freaking uh, dude dude who wanted to be a hip hop guy who then is a white guy who's actually doing rock and roll and whatever the fuck else it is. It's it is indicative of the music of this time. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going off now. That's and, fine. Go ahead, Blue uh, But uh, yeah, terrible, terrible. Not a musician. Not uh, I don't know what he is. I mean, that look, look this is, song was horrible, and then they're uh, and they're saying I mean, how great. Well, dude, there's a lot more Holy synergy behind shit. the scenes there too. I, I mean, it does. Probably has some yeah, exactly. Up. I mean, dude, look, Post New Malone. Album. I'm thinking about like, oh, how do I know Post Malone songs like? No, that that song give me something something real and it's like this the choir singing and they were talking about it i've been hearing that on commercials for the last like two months man watching like sports events and stuff the freaking thing is coming on all the time man all the time and so if this is a brand new release how have i been hearing that in commercials for the last two months yeah, it's just a look. This isn't song. how this isn't how Keith Richards releases the new Rolling Stones song, right? Yeah. He's not like putting it in commercials for two months that show up on streaming services and stuff, and then it's like, oh, we're going to release the new Rolling Stones song. No, that's not well, how it worked. That's not what Michael Jackson even did. That's not what anybody, you know, pop superstars of the time. This is a completely different era, and Howard, I believe understands what I'm saying. And I believe he agrees with my perspective, but I think there's also an aspect of the fact that he doesn't want to feel old 
and too well, alienated. Well, yeah, he, he kind of made that very clear. He doesn't want to feel too old or alienated from what this music Hence is. That's why he doesn't like the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> right. But at the same time, though, oh, it's, he does approach the interview with Posty. Posty. Uh, in yeah. a lot of a different way, in a hugely like different Dad. way than the way he approaches the interview with Paul Simon. Oh, Keith Richards or Neil Young or Paul McCartney or whoever the fuck else comes on. And he's. But see, you know, the thing that's disappointing, and I don't know, maybe you can uh, guide me on this in the musical aspect, is that I'm not a Lizzo fan and uh, her music doesn't, I mean, really resonate. I mean, it's okay, whatever. But like, I think that interview with Lizzo was a really good interview. I mean, like, I. I listened to that one. I, 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 it was so hard for me to listen to the posty. And I mean, and then, you know, and then the music the, came on and, and the music and then and his response to things. And it was almost like when he asked him if he had slept, I don't think the guy had been in bed for three days. Like, I mean, he was, he was I, I don't know. Yeah. The I guy know. I'm, it was, he was, I'm surprised I, Howard wasn't, you know, yes. putting out stuff like, Hey, I'm worried about you. Yeah. I mean, maybe JD. the next time, Jeez. I mean, like Howard has had like freaking he, Howard talks about his great regrets with Scott Weiland, who yeah. he was a huge or fan even of. Lade Staley. I mean, there was a perfect, you know, thing right was there. Lane like, on the show much. No, but know. I'm saying that oh. with them bones, he brought up. The oh fact. yeah. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's what I'm saying. That's a good point. And he didn't he didn't go down that road because when he asked him what them bones were about and like Howard, I thought, had a pretty good understanding and, and like all good art, I'm sure whatever the, the song was something totally different. But I mean, it, what his takeaway, it was incomprehensible what he thought about them. I was I like rewound it. I'm like, what did he just say about them bones? That, well, like, he's a moron, dude. Oh, the guy shit. is, is just uh, it's clear. It's, it, and, uh, you know. It's indicative of, again, this situation that's been in popular mainstream music for the last couple of decades almost now um, is where it's it has gotten more corporatized than ever. They act like YouTube and all this stuff is egalitarian and freeing. Yeah, no, there's tons of underground artists who are doing their stuff and getting their stuff out there, writing Mm -hmm. their own songs. But then there's these people who get to this level where there is a team of 50 people um, on the writing credits. There is, you know, it's just. Yeah. And during that one song, he's like, I wish that auto tune would have been thinking what you can yeah, rely again, on that as for your yeah. performance. I mean, but he, oh, well, it's you know, essential to his performance. No shit. That's, well, that's he, he, it's essential to his head's working double time on him, man. That's just, yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's all about, it's, um, you know, this kind Celebrates of Easter six times a year. What right. It's, it's like the the, was so- the talentless being elevated through, uh, you know, uh, a celebration of the talentless is well, what you know, is Ed, going on. He is now. almost like the anti Ed Sheeran in a sense. Like Ed Sheeran knew that he was like shitty when he first started putting all that stuff out. Sure. And he worked, yeah. And he worked really hard and he did everything that he could to get wherever he is. Now, do I like Ed Sheeran's music? No. Did I enjoy that interview? Yes. Because he had something to say. He had he had uh his his trial and how he he built himself up 
from basically a schmuck to, but like this guy fell in as a schmuck and he's like, he's, he's, he's like just schmuck. He's schmucky. He is he's, schmucky. Instead of, and instead of posty, he should be called schmucky. And he, uh, you know, Ed Sheeran, he is at that point now where there are 50 people writing his songs too. Okay, he, there are but, some that he writes as well, but I mean, yeah, there I'm are. Saying, yeah. I don't. Yes. Post Malone. Uh, and I, this isn't the Post Malone podcast. Yeah, well, but, but he was on the show, so I he mean, was on the show, but I'd, I'd, I mean, I don't want, I mean, to. and uh, on the other side too, kudos for the guy for winning the lottery. You know, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm really not jealous of, of his oh, success necessarily. I mean, you know, or whatever. I'm not goes, jealous, but I the, just, I don't I'll like say my this. favorite, uh, my favorite entertainment product content that is as robust as the Howard Stern show to be mucked up. And he, I mean, he's like Bobo. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, I want to say, Hey, good for him. He's got success and all that. But at the same time, the, I can just say, and, and look, Howard, yeah, you might feel like you're an old man for saying it, or I might feel like I'm an old man for saying it, but I mean, the mainstream popular music that's happening right now is pretty fucking terrible. Soulless. And and look, Commodore, we're of a certain age that we could point to. There were times in American popular music that when we were kids, like the late 80s and stuff, mid to late 80s going in until until freaking Nirvana broke out. There was there was no I mean, like we think about it now, but like a band like the Pixies. Right. Who were huge and influential or even like R.E.M. until like the 90s. They were not anywhere close to the mainstream. Sure. They had to pay their dues. Yeah. yeah, That's what was happening. And the stuff that was in the mainstream was fucking terrible pablum. And we're at this point now where there's a stranglehold on that. And there isn't like and they've actually figured out how to manipulate someone like yes. Post Malone so that it looks like they're a breakout. Oh, yeah. Or something else. And, and, yeah, and, and he's, he's so edgy. legit and, and edgy, so edgy, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. is this so white guy from Texas. Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so edgy and real. Right. Um, he gets no. his face tattooed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and you know, I, I mean, it's just frustrating um, because coming off of the Keith Richards, I mean, it's like, well, if, yeah, if maybe, I mean, if, if maybe John Stamos was last week and then, you know, maybe. Well, Keith right. Richards, but, you know, I mean, it, maybe I would be as. No, but you're but exactly just, right, Commodore. Yeah. I was listening to that interview and I did listen to the Post Malone interview. I skipped through the songs. I mean, I listened to like the first minute of each song and then I just skipped through. Yeah. I, I just couldn't handle That's... it. But what I was thinking about when I was listening to it was like, oh, Howard just interviewed Keith Richards. Right. And I was like, wow, could you imagine Post Malone at Keith Richards age coming and talking about Uh-oh. his music? He's not going to be around that long, but yeah. Well, but just can you imagine him talking about it's just like what the fuck what the uh, yeah, what would he be talking about? Well, yeah, that's when I had this kind of grill and that's when I had these face tattoos. Grill. You know, this is that's when, that's I, when had, I had that magic card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when that I, I ended that. up selling in Vegas one night, you it's know, like, for fifteen dollars to like a kid the, on the strip, you know. Yeah, it's like the stupid 
uh, Olympics, man. It's like, I don't, it's the Laugh Olympics. It's like, what? It's, it's a freaking, yeah, it's a clown car. But it's just so funny. That, I mean, his whole attitude is like, I'm sticking it to the man. I'm living my life. He is controlled at every, every level by the man. He is manufactured <laughs> by the man. I, I exactly. Know. That's what, that's I what's mean, just. Any, <laughs> if there's anything, and I know that nobody listening to this is going to either, <laughs> uh, you know, probably in some sort of agreement with me, but I just want to say, just in case there are young, impressionable, youngish, impressionable people <laughs> who look at Post Malone and think he's sticking it to the man. No, he's in fact the opposite of all of that what, what is, is a puppet and a pawn he is manufactured and created he is the white devil yeah i mean i i would not that sounds about right and okay i don't want to talk about okay we'll just, we'll just stop we'll stop, we'll stop, yeah. we'll stop because we have uh Howard's uh, obsession about. The, Actually, the I want to say one more thing because right, you did bring up Lane Staley and and what you were saying. Like, I mean, it slightly hit me when because I was like, they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to do them bones. And I was like, uh, I, for a second, I thought it was going to be like, you know, the monsters. Them bones, them bones, them bones, you know, and, and then I was like, oh, no, I know, it, no. It and was, I was like, like I when I saw that <laughs> when when I saw that because uh, I was working, you know, like most normal people yeah. during that. I mean, at that point in time during the show, when I saw them bones, I'm like, please, no, <laughs> no. It was, and then and then he talks about it on YouTube. He's like, yeah, he covered all of Nirvana. I'm like, please. Here's my plea to YouTube and the algorithm. Never let that come on like when I'm asleep and I can't stop the audio. Oh, I've seen parts of that. Oh, and gosh. and I know people, let's just say, of the younger generation who point to that and like, look, he's a musical genius. Ugh. I'm like, you guys, uh, you're lost. You're lost. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I can remember. I remember seeing Kurt perform. And he was a musical genius, uh, but fucking Post Malone doing Kurt. I mean, geez, Kurt's oh, rolling man, his green. Even... Lane Staley. I mean, Ugh. I mean, well, God, God, just uh, all right. Enough about yes. that. Yes, <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. I know, dude. But you you stirred it up in me. And... I it stirred up in me because I I uh, yeah because. Our friends who we talk to, uh, you know, outside the show, it's not just like uh, we speak to each other. We have various threads and somebody from our th one of our threads put put that video up. <laughs> well, that person is someone familiar to this podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's the Black Knight. Scarlet Knight. Scarlet Knight. Sorry. <laughs> Scarlet Knight put it up. And it was followed by another post. And thank you for the person who did that. Who, uh, wow, I guess we don't have a nickname for that person because that would no. be repetitive. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> that person posted up the fishbone cover uh, from just a year or two ago of them bones, which was awesome. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. yes. So if you want to see a cover of them there bones, go. there go you go. Fishbone. Yes. Oh, fishbone. Most definitely. Wow. What a non-manufactured, actually sticking it to the man group that there ever was. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and have been for that, like you know, four I mean, decades, man. I know. I know. Unbelievable. 
I was great to see that and listen to that. It's been a while. Good stuff. Uh, listen to us. We've turned into this. Well, I, I, you know. I, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe that somebody is gonna, a dedicated listener is going to be a Post Malone fan, and they're sure. going to they're going to share this. All the Post Malone fans are going to yeah, hate right. us, and it's going to be great. They're going to come yeah. after the Blue Jays and listen, and and then just yeah. If <laughs> listening if, for those of you there who want to do that, this is Blue Jay. And this is Pacific Northwest. And come and get me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So what's going on? What's happening in these seven weeks of Howard? Is there anything we missed from this week? So we talked about Jada briefly. That's that that was Uh, a big thing. It was huge. Um, Wait, Rappaport came on for a little bit, right? What was he talking about? He had something with Bowie again. Yeah. You know. That's the whole shtick. He's he's now doing stand up comedy. Oh, because they were trying to get him to do some Cocktober thing. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. That's right. Yeah. And he was he was confused of because course. he look for him. They shouldn't be giving him shit because he participated in Cocktober the last time. That was the thing. Gary was trying to say that he should be that Gary's participating, and so Rappaport should be yeah and Trady and. Mike and now, Trump. and then potentially Rappaport. Rappaport had to check with the wife. That's what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So they're the ones who are going to be grabbing sausages, dude. <laughs> just let me, just let me tell you this though. Don't if you ever thought you wanted to watch something that you think might make you chuckle, click on any of Michael Rappaport um, content on YouTube where he's doing a stand-up comedy. Just, just save yourself. Oh wow! Okay, so Same I've same. made enemies with Post Malone, and you are now. I'm going after Rap, even though I'm Rappaport. I'm like kindred spirit with him about Bowie, but uh, I know yeah. you are, dude. I mean, I know I love Rappaport for his calls into the show. Yes. I do. I, they're all great, and I love his song parodies. But and he's just the spirit of what he calls in with is he speaks for a large segment of yes, our he fans. Does. Does the ninety nine the ninety nine? Yes, he does, does. and it, and it's wonderful, and uh, and I thank you for that. Thank you, Michael. Michael, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know about his stand up. I have listened to elements of his podcast from time to time, but uh, you know, yeah, he sent me something. Yeah, well, I mean, I sent you his Instagram. I do. Yeah, yeah that that I mean that picture is just. Yeah, just the that's the best picture, man. It's just <laughs> I like, the, the like I, if I'm, when I'm feeling it. sad. So one day, Commodore, just I might text you and just send me that. And picture. that's that's why the stalker has a bunch of those pictures because they said when. Oh, that's one thing we got to talk about. Is that man? I just mm, John Hine. Oh, wait, what about Hine? I'm I'm missing this. His love of gambling and oh, kind talking uh, about oh yeah, you JD was up and then he was yeah. sitting and, the, and, and I got I him told to be JD. interested into something you know yeah and, and he was like and I told him don't listen to what anybody's saying you keep doing that was Derek yeah yeah Derek Derek, Derek. Derek. okay so John Hines such a great he's such a mensch right so he um this guy Derek rolls for thirty minutes on a one roll and John Hines cleans out like twelve hundred he said. And Derek walks away with 50 bucks. 
why isn't John Hine like, yeah. And then he took him out to breakfast the next day. He's like, I sure did. Like, I mean, come on, man. And they were even saying like, so since you won so many people money, did anybody come up and give you money? And he's like, no, nobody did that. And, uh, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, you guys fucking rail on trainer for his wedding gifts or whatever. And you don't say anything about how Heim should have like at least cut him into a quarter of his profits. The kid rolled for 30 minutes and he walks away with 50 bucks. You can't throw him like at least a C note, take him to breakfast. He's probably even comped. He's probably fucking on the show. (laughs) Well, dude, I don't think Hein is known as. Hein's a man. I, I, uh, yeah. Jeez. Highness, he hit him with Hein. That's right. There's a moment. Hit him with Hein. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I walk away every time I lose three hands. And you know that oh, breakfast was like was them standing at the uh, yeah. Wendy's counter, like not letting anybody Let else order. Go. Yeah, that's right. And as as he'd special ordered his his sausage biscuit with like you know no butter on the biscuit or something. Freaking loser! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck well, you, John. I- Wow! Hit him with the Hein. Well, you don't you well, don't you get know, a lot of whole you don't get a whole lot of fuck you John Hein things. And this, well, but you know that's also me who's like the the worst gambler in the world too. So like the fact that that motherfucker looks like a lesbian has a hot wife walked into like and and he is a smart dude. I mean, I love his uh, when Howard was doing his audio book about uh, when it was. And He's then this just kept coming in. Like yeah. that's not the first time he did this. I yeah, love no. it. I love that. John has a good sense of humor. He was laughing too. I mean, there's parts of him, but like, oh, John doesn't this. have a good sense of humor about See, making fun laughing. of him. He was. He was. You remember out. when hit him with the hind first appeared? Yeah, that's he, different because he doesn't like Jason as a person. So whatever the fact that no, the, he didn't like anybody saying hit him with the hind. No, but it's. Well, first of all, Dude, hit him with the hind would have like, stuck around. And like they even asked him, they were like, so like, you know, here 20 years right. later, Gary has a book called They Call Me Baba Booey. Would you ever put out a book said I hit him with the hind or hit him with the hind? And he was like, well, no, never. we already talked about that, where I said, yeah, let's give a couple of years after the show. And I'm sure you'll well, see that. Maybe, maybe. But, I, you know, he's got his. Dude, he's got his Princeton Review money and uh, he's got his Jump the Shark money and whatever he's done. I don't know, but yeah, John Heim. Anyways. I, I still want to, I mean, I would love to have those notes. I think I've stated this before about when Sal and or Sal and Richard, when they're, you know, when they have an encounter with John Heim that creeps him out where they write down skits about him like flying off the handle and wanting to kill everybody in the studio and stuff like that, where he's, where he's going to chase people around. Like, Wow. <laughs> you remember that, right? Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm forgetting this. No, they all, they, I mean, Richard and Sal said, yeah, we have all these things with John, like just going off. And uh, John going off. That's not was a, a busting, a, busting a spring. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, sling blade. <laughs> some people go, some people go jump the shark. I call it the show ran its course. <laughs> anyway, I think the show ran its course. I think that's well, good... that was funny too. I was that, that with Arnold, like, why do you say the chopper? Why don't you say get in the helicopter, put on your seatbelts, make sure you're there for. 
<laughs> and like it's not a tumor it's a malignant growth inside the <laughs> oncologist told me that i'm clear you know <laughs> that's right it was that was that, that fake guy, arnold uh, yeah 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 the fake arnold and and howard's given him lots of props said his name again uh this week but uh yeah, I don't know, man. I still think that there's some hidden gold in that Ronnie wedding, that one wedding. I think it's just going it, to, it's just, I think what the true reality is this, okay? Hear me out. The Miami escapades did curtail having like such a, like, because that was in, in medias rest. It was in the middle of things and they were talking about it or whatever. So, I think people are holding back and we're going to get these little things are going to come out that uh, over the time. And I think there, there's going to be, there's still gold there. It's not, that's not, that's I, mm, you I, know I, who I think might reveal some of those things. Well, first off I'll say, yeah, these things might come out, but there's yeah. not going to be any audio of it. No, and no, that's the, there's going to be stories and then there's going to be conflict about the stories. And then we're mm-hmm. going to kind of wonder whether or not that these stories are actually true. And it's going to be somewhat like a, a more believable Mehmet got laid in the bathroom thing. Yeah. And um, but the person I think that could come forward with some stories is, uh, you know, he's going to talk about the Diacos and the freaking bubble the love sponge is going to come mm. out and he, he might make some shit up, too. Because, look, this is and Bubba made Good it clear point. in that one yeah. recording that he right. wants to replace Howard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we didn't we, we didn't even talk about that. It's right. And, and he made it clear mm, that he's, he's he's pitching it to all mm. of the staff members because he's like, mm-hmm. I need to keep these guys employed. You just keep them around and I'll step in and mm. uh and I'll keep all of them going. They're great yeah. guys and it's great crew. And uh, you know, yeah. you know Howard uh, needs to take Jennifer off Wits, enjoy you gotta those let me know. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, zillions, he, I think he is. Yeah, he's enjoys you know life. And with, uh, yeah, Steve Winicky or whatever was no wiki. Bubba. No wiki. See, I don't know. Yes, who who does Bubba better yeah. than Bubba? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do it better than I. I yeah, I can't do Bubba. But. Yeah. So, you know, well, well, he's doing that and he's pitching for when the show and Howard have run it. Yeah, there was another call that talked about that too, where she was like, I don't know what I'm going to do without you when you're not here. Some caller, some woman from somewhere said that she doesn't know what she's going to do when Howard, like, you know, she's putting the whole Marianne thing on and uh, Howard's like, Oh, I'm around for a few more years. Trust me. That man's going to die at the microphone. That's just my, I mean, because I mean, the fact that he has that, I mean, he lo- he loves, I mean, I don't know if he loves, of course he doesn't love what he do, but like he can't do it. I mean, like, how is that? I mean, you know, he's tried painting, photograph, he's tried all these various things, but they, while they're in chess and, you know, these things occupy him, but they don't, they're not like, I mean, they can't remove you know, that, that, that his dad calling him an idiot. And, you know, I mean, like the only thing that, that makes that, that makes those voices quiet are are his days on the show. I think uh, being there, being Howard Stern and I'm not jealous of Howard's life. Uh, I'm not envious of Howard's life, but I think he is living a life 
to good purpose. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, what, what can I say? I, well, he said, I mean, don't be jealous of my life this week. Cause he was like, even ha and Robin, who was he saying that to Robin? Cause Robin's like saying about how he, he can't find enjoyment out of anything that he's, he's constantly miserable, but like his miserable, I guess to me, is just his humanity. I don't know. I mean, like he's, I don't know. I, I can't explain it I, except for that. I, mean, I hope I don't sound too much like Jada Pinkett Smith, but you know. <laughs> you don't sound like Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith is delusional <laughs> and like contradicts, self contradictory and uh, flips on a dime and feels justified in doing that. And, um, and right there, that's an inherent psychological flaw. And I mean that if then you, talk about if you have a, the basis of your psychology is uh and your motivation is um I am right and other people doesn't matter special. what other people yes, I'm special, I'm yeah. right, and it doesn't matter what other people think or do or say, it that yes. is that's their problem. Well, you know, and because then you're you're stuck in a fantasy world well, where and, and, you don't engage the rest of society. And, and you know, you you have all those um, trapped alien souls that you have to get uh, released. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, Scientology. I mean. Exactly. Well, yeah, and and, <laughs> and do, look, I mean, we don't those need things are called. We we don't need to go into the analysis of no, this, no, but true. I mean, all of that stuff is based on selfishness. And a certain kind of self-righteousness that yeah. justifies the self. And you were born selected. Exactly. <laughs> you're special. Yep. You deserve everything you're, that you've you're received. You're kind of like Christ, you know. You are, and you you are also, you know, not receiving all that you should deserve because you Absolutely. deserve more. And enough, you, yeah. everything out there is you are deserving of. Yes. And. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, again selfishness, self righteousness, mm -hmm. egotism, narcissism, all Lack of that. Self awareness. It's yep. all mm -hmm. all tied in, and that is what that person is doing, along with others. Um, but you know, whatever. That's that's uh, Jada, and and Howard is really good at pointing that out in others. He's really oh, yeah. good. at He's really good at showing that, like, you know, hey, you're not actually caring of other people. And, you know, he points out neurotically, he points out his own, like, yeah. lack of empathy and selfishness yeah. and all that stuff. But, yes. you know, that's that's he's able to see it and point it out, you know. So that's Howard. And then did you hear that uh, Robin chimed in and said that basically – People are like these, he says, musicians, you know, they have no, they don't know what day it is. They want to build uh, underground bowling alleys and things like that. And Robin said, well, that's just the fact that they, they've never grown up. They're just, you know, they're just child children. And, and, and I'm thinking my, I'm thinking the whole time that, uh, well, I think that, <laughs> that, that can be applied to, you know, Howard in his own thing where he can't grow up. He can't grow up past. He can't grow past what his father would say to him. Yeah, you know, but I think, okay, sure, sure. But I think that Robin actually in that 
and I'm remembering that now. Um, I think that was Robin getting in some digs on Post Malone. Mm. Yeah, no, actually, you're right. I don't think she I, likes him at all. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know I that she like was she said, oh, that song is beautiful, whatever. Uh, I, um, but yeah, I think I don't think she likes his personality. I don't think she likes who he is as a person. I think right. she thinks he's full of shit. She thinks he's not very talented, whatever. I I, I think that's the case. And I think, um, you know, yeah, these rock stars are people that never grow up, whatever. She's not talking about Keith Richards or no. Paul Simon in that phrase. She's talking about she's talking him. about him. She yeah. Paul Simon, she said, oh, your like sagacious wisdom, yes, you know, and and all this kind of stuff. And Keith, even Keith, like, oh, you're, yeah. you know, this demigod of like whatever. And um, no, but Post Malone to her is a child and it remains a child. He's a guy who gets stupid shit put on his face. I mean, you know, as funny as I right after I listened to that Post Malone, uh, back on Post Malone. Oh, yeah, we yeah. I, well, I'll just say this last thing. I saw this um, Alexandra Pelosi documentary uh, called The Insurgents Next Door, which is actually pretty interesting, where she went around and uh, spoke and did a documentary about various people who were arrested for their actions. The Boys, six. Yeah. yeah. And there was one guy who's like this hip hop, rapper white guy um though who's trying to make himself look not like a white guy who also had all sorts of tattoos all over his face all over then at one point he had proud boy tattooed across his forehead and she even asked him like uh you know so when did you get that proud boy thing he said well i wasn't in the proud boys on the six but after that i got it put on my forehead and she was like well you know how do you feel about it now and he's like well, I pretty much regretted it immediately. That was just because this is a guy who looks like Posty, except he's bald yeah. and he's probably trying to do black urban music in a different way. But again, he's also <laughs> rapping about Trump and January 6th and, you know, whatever, all that shit. Um, and, but he's like all like, you know, slightly overweight, like, you know, he reminded me so much of Post Malone and, um, this guy, well, yeah, she showed him going to trial and going to jail yeah, and saying, hugging his children goodbye and stuff. And then mm -hmm. I mean, to me, he's just, an, he, that guy actually in his interviews with Alexander Pelosi, uh, seemed a little bit more self-aware and intelligent than Post Malone. And on well, that I mean, note, he's, I'm he's, he, okay, but but he's also being called, he's being made responsible for his actions, whereas Post Malone is being encouraged in his actions. So there's a there's the big uh, difference. Okay, okay. I think he was encouraged in his actions in a certain way, too. I mean, he Who? actually this this proud boy rapper. Oh, yeah, guy, no, but now he sold I mean, his he sold his uh videos and sells his music. Yeah, and no, yeah, I, he's I, encouraged. But he's encouraged, but now. Once. He's discouraged by going to jail. Yes. yes. No. And that's okay. the way that only those kind of. <laughs> those but at the same time, they, they before like the interviews, lose, before you know? he went to jail, it seemed like he was surprised he was going to jail. Oh, of course. Honest. Yeah. And, he's encouraged. Uh, yeah, but he was talking with Alexander Pelosi before that happened yeah. and was encouraged proudly saying certain things anyways. Sure. And then and right. And so and now uh, he's discouraged. 
Right. That's why I'm saying. Like, well, I'm saying Malone, he seemed even then he seemed more intelligent. Well, there you go. He seemed way more intelligent than Post Malone. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's I mean, all I'm saying. Yeah. This this moron, yeah. quite literally, with his hugging his three kids goodbye. His 13 year old daughter is like, I don't know why my father says fuck Joe Biden in his songs, and that's mm. rude. And well, I don't agree with his pop. Yep. I mean, the freaking 13 year old daughter. Go I don't ahead. know why he has. Would you ever get a face tattoo? No. Good. <laughs> it's like, Sometimes the best example is a bad one. You know, I mean, there you go. Right. So, well, I mean, so, OK, for all of you Post Malone fans out there, take, <laughs> here we go. Heed Commodore's words. Sometimes the best example is a bad one. And uh, yeah. Well, uh, here's here's Steve. my my plea for the. Uh, for the coming week. Let's have some sort of revelation that um, we're not going to do the sausage squeezing. We're not going to have any sort of, and we're going to somehow kind of trail off by the end of the week. And then Howard's going to be like, you know what? Next week I did some terrible thing where I did not, you know, recognize the best phony phone call of 2023. So I want to take this moment, <laughs> 2022, excuse me. And I want to take this moment to say that we are launching in the last two weeks of December, the Phony Phone Call Academy Awards or whatever, some sort of awards. Bring back an award for the Phony Phone Calls because there were, I mean, there were some sprinkled throughout. I mean, it remains my favorite part of the show. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe that says something about me. <laughs> But it remains my favorite. Well, part. Commodore and okay. the song parodies. I, and I do understand all of that, but I mean, I thought the idea of the plea was to have some sort of basis in potential reality. reality. <laughs> I mean, okay, this yeah. plea. I know that you want this so bad, but it ain't know, gonna happen. I know. Okay, let me let me be. Okay, let me go. Please, uh, have this powered at the end of this month or at the end of this week. Say. We are putting October to let and transition into something like, uh, you know, octopusy or something like that. So for for all of our benefit, or maybe just erase, you know, such things. 